You are your own hero. Strength! Strength! No weakness! I'm gonna do weakness! My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart! I'm gonna I'm show you how great I am! The London Fight Factory Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time! LFF Podcast number six with our lovely Daniel Wurtz, a.k.a. Galinho. Hey, Galinho. Hello. That was a really dry. <laughs> it started. Let, let's try one more time. Guys, we have like a special guest in the house today. You know, been here for a while. Please welcome Mr. A.K.A. Galinho. Let's try again, Galinho. Hello, uh, London Firefighter Podcast. Really happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's getting better. It's getting good, better. Good. <laughs> so, how are you doing, Galinho? I'm very well. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. We're going to have a little chat today. Oops. We haven't been talking for a long time. And the thing that today is going to be like, you know, explicit. The words you know what we're going to talk today. Okay. So, like, it's kind of like a few things to talk. And, like, um, I will try to keep it away of jiu-jitsu. Okay? Like, I want to, like, try to get out of you martial arts mentality. For okay. people that doesn't know you, and I know, correct me if I'm wrong, please. As far as I know, you did start doing my Thai. You went to Thailand. You had like one of those Thai fights. As a good British uh, soldier, you know, <laughs> a citizen, you went there. I, I think that time you used to drink and you got a little bit excited. Say, yeah, I think I can go there and smash your face, you know. That was more... No, there's not... Yeah, I mean, I, I'd never been in a fight before, so I definitely wasn't like, ah, and... Um, in fact, when I signed up, I'd never even seen a live fight before. So I didn't even, I didn't had no idea what I was agreeing to. Um, I was drinking a lot when I went to Thailand, but I actually, that's the first time I kind of got completely um, sober just to focus on training. But yeah, it's similar, similar to how you say. You know, like when I think you told me that or someone told me that story, like, you know, right away I have the picture of you holding like a pint, have a fag. <laughs> no, yeah, see, I, I, we've got friends uh, definitely at the gym who've done that, who've gone to Thailand and like, they've been like, and I think Jeff did um, and Mini Me did, they did bar fights when they were, mine was very different. Like I signed up and I knew that I was going to do the fight three months in the future. And I'd never seen one. Then that weekend we went to go and see one and we, I, the, there was a guy who was training who was way better than me. Like I was terrible and he was a beginner, but he was way better. And um, in the first like two minutes, he got his whole face split open. He was, I was like, I've agreed to do this. So, I mean, I, I was in bed every night at nine. I trained for four hours every day. I didn't touch any alcohol, think about smoking a cigarette. Um, I was focused which is why i loved it it's why it's so cool so why you did you did for the fact of like you won't fight did martial art got involved have you ever heard the word martial art in your life until that point yeah there, there was a couple of times um in my life where martial arts kind of came in and they captivated um my imagination i remember once when i was 13 or 14 there was a a, a bruce lee like triple header they showed like three Bruce Lee films and I was like wow so straight away I kind of I we wouldn't have I wouldn't have had the internet I can't 
not sure how I looked it up, but I found there was a VHS probably. No, 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 no like a, you're not that young, <laughs> can you? <laughs> no, I, I know, I know, I know. It wasn't the internet. I said that, and then, um, but I was looking for a class, so I found a kickboxing class in uh, in in Kingston where I live. And I went down and there was another kid from my school who I wasn't friends with and he'd seen the same Bruce Lee thing and we both turned up on the same day, like, we've got to try this. And we, we did it for, I mean, I did it, f I think, for about a couple of months, maybe. And I was, I, I loved it. We, we, we got to do the sparring. It was like, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, but then I got an acting job in a TV series. So I was away for six weeks. As soon as I stopped, never went back to it. Got a girlfriend, blah, 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 other stuff when you're at that age. And um, so that was the first time, then nothing again for years and years and years. And then I was, I was yeah, my, my friend actually was, went to this Muay Thai class in uh, Camden, um, above, a, a, above like a, it was just in a regular gym. It was like a, just an extra class. And I went for the first one and I was in a kind of funny state. At that time, I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And I was, I was um, yeah, I was feeling quite lost. And from the first time, that feeling of like this scary guy shouting and like people are hitting each other and it was just so out of my uh, comfort zone. I just, I loved it straight away. Um, not that, it's, it's a strange one with me because I'm um, someone who is, like isn't a, a violent person. I guess no one's a, maybe, I, I've never been in like violent situations. I've never, um, I'd been beaten up, but I'd never like fought back. And so for me, there was something about a safe environment in which to learn how to, um, I want to say express, but maybe defend yourself is, is, the, is the right word. Um, and it was the start of that um, and the start of becoming fit and, and all of those things, because I, I wasn't, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't run two kilometers without throwing up, like I, I was, I do find you kind of an intelligent person. So I'm gonna ask you like, see if like I can get something out of you. What's martial arts for you? If you have to resume or explain martial arts. Hmm, okay. Yeah, for me, martial arts is, um, is, it's very broad, um, and so if you want to take something that's so broad, I mean, with all, just all the disciplines we've got at this gym, but there's many, many more, it's about communication for me a lot. So in the sense that when you are doing martial arts, you're communicating with another human being, um, and when you're training martial arts, communication is so important. When you're learning, communication is really important. So I think for me, what it, it helps, it's certainly helped me to do, is um, to be able to communicate better with people and to be able to uh, communicate better with myself. Um, and it, it because of that communication, that dialogue, that feedback that you get, it enables you to grow. Um, and, and the longer you stick with it, the, the more you're forced to grow because you have to have these kind of conversations 
um, uh, with yourself and with others in order to to, to stick with it. Um, so I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a vehicle for growth, um, and it and because of that, I mean, for me, what it enabled me to do is is get out of my head um, and kind of be more in in the room, as it were. Um, so I think that's that's what what martial arts is for me. It's a it's a tool for for communication and and for and for growth. Cool. I'm gonna put my input on it, and please feel free to like to know, give your personal opinion as mm. well. Okay, so like it goes like the age difference between us. As I say again, we're not that. Not that. Not, not that different. Not, not, not that, that different. No, <laughs> it's no. close. I didn't see the internet same as you, <laughs> but like martial art for me, like. It's I'm going to speak from the outside. People tend to see it like, you know, there is the discipline, so like the authority. You mm -hmm. want to get something done. Has the health benefit, like you get fit. Has this communication skill that you just said. Has the mental part, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, if you have like, you know, mental problem, you know, health, men, mental health problem, I think it's a help. So martial arts involves like, you no know, respect. Basically, you know, like you respect who you are, mm. where you come from, and like uh, we take on board. But you also have to have the respect from your sides as you're going to start martial arts. So like the same way that I, I will respect you, who you are, regardless of like, you know, your disability, your skills or that. You also need to respect who we are standing as a professor, teacher, martial artists. Mm. So we like, uh, it's a 50-50 situation. Like we are willing to help you, but we also need you to trust us in order for we achieve a, a common goal. A common goal will be like, as you said, the way to communicate, the way that like, you no know, deal with the problems, or when you just said like, you have like this big picture about when you go to fights, what to expect to give the self-confidence, like mm. it's a lot involved. It's, it's kind of hard to describe martial arts is one word. I try to keep it just as a respect, but when I use the word respect, people straightway presume that I have to bend over and like, you no know, kiss your ass. So it's not basically that way. I you respect the same way that I see the respect that you give towards to me. Mm. I'm not going to lower my level, keep my standards, but like if I see that like you're not prepared to like join just like uh, journey that like I call martial arts, I don't tend to spend much time with a person that decides to like, you know, try to find their own way through it. So mm. that's like the way that I see martial arts. And uh, as you like, you know, describe the way to communicate, I must say that you've been doing a good job communicate with our little ones of the kids, using now the, the internet on the Zoom, how you find like, you know, doing it online. Online, um, there, there's there's definitely um, there's a lot of a lot of things that are harder about doing it online, um, in the, especially with our martial art because our martial art is so reliant on on touch, right? We we are um, we're completely like enmeshed. We 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 don't we don't tend to do like shadow boxing or anything like that. So there, there's that, that that's difficult. What I've really liked about it though is it's forced me to um, find ways to, to communicate the, the information um, that are really like dialed in and to engage with the, the kids is um, you really have to, to put so much energy into it 
but it's awesome because it all comes back, right? Like at first I was struggling maybe with feeling like, am I keeping the kids' attention? Now we've got it. Like the, the, the kids are there, they're focused at the end, we kind of break it up. And, um, and it's awesome. It's, uh, uh, teaching the kids class, as you know, we've, we've both spoken about this, is so uh, cool. Like it, it, it gives you this, this energy. Um, ju you know, teaching jiu-jitsu anyway gives you an energy. There's, a, there's an awesome um, vibe that the, that the mats should hopefully have when there's a lot of people enjoying it. Um, but with the kids, it's just another level. And, um, and, I, and I still get that online. So that's been, that's been awesome. Um, yeah. Very good, very good. So we spoke a little bit about Galinho. He spoke about like when he fought in Thailand, what he thinks about martial arts, his, uh, how he's enjoying teaching the kids uh, online. So now, now let's talk, like, let's go back to the folks of this platform that's like to create a bridge. Mm. So like people in the gym probably know you well. You're kind of like an easygoing guy, friendly, always with a smile on your face. Even when you're not on the mat, when you work behind the desk or upstairs, sometimes too much in the podcast, but always keeping that smile. So to have that bridge with people that you come, because like you'll be one of the faces that people see first. Mm. Might be me, might be Helen, might be like somebody else, but you you more likely be one of the faces that people see upstairs, on the mat, helping me on the class, or on your own doing your class with the kids or maybe no, no gear class. So let's say like uh, have like in, introduce the Galinho instructor. Mm -hmm. How is the Galinho instructor? How is how is your approach? Um, my approach, I I think I want it. I want it to have one. Of, I think one of the things that when I was first starting, when you asked me to start helping with the with the teaching, I was like, well, I'm never going to have the same energy as as you right like you have um this kind of authority and this like you're very very rude um <laughs> but it's it's done in a way that keeps people not everyone but the majority of people certainly for me very engaged with it right like i i wanted you when i started to to call me out i wanted you to you, you did a thing i don't know if it was ever even conscious but at the end of the class when everyone would line up and slap their hands sometimes you would say the person's name. Um, and I would do anything for, for like at the end of the class for that, for you to say like Galeno. That was it, like, <laughs> it was it. But, um, but, and, I, and I don't know whether it was a conscious thing, so you try really hard and like, am I doing it? Anyway, I was like, I'm never gonna have that. But I guess it doesn't, it, so I've, what I've realized is it doesn't really matter what, the way that, the way that you do it. Um, I don't mean you, but one, what what matters is that there is like an, an energy, right? So I want my classes to have like an energy that, that people want to be there because jujitsu isn't something that you can come for three weeks and now you know a bit of jujitsu. You, you have to do it for a long time. And the, and it, and so you have to, it, and, it, and it's tough sometimes, right? And it hurts sometimes, it hurts your feelings often. And so you have to enjoy it. And I think that whatever gives it's so one, I want to make sure that there's a good energy so people want to be on the mat. Okay, I hope I've explained what that means for me. Um, and I have my own way of, of doing that, making people hopefully um, want to be there. 
uh, secondly, I want there to be really good information. Like, um, uh, so I spend a lot of time trying to like think about how I can explain the things that I know better. And actually that's made me understand them a lot better. So I want it to have a good energy. I want there to be good information and I want people to improve um, and I want people to in enjoy themselves as well. Yeah, that's, that's what my classes should be about. So we have the Galinho outside the mats. We have the Galinho as a coach and uh, you do compete. If yes. you listen to this podcast for the first time, let me just tell you something. You are listening a European champion, not once, but twice. He's two-time European champion. So he, he walks the talk, as you, you people like to say. So what's the Galinho competitor? How is the mindset of Galinho when he said, right, I'm going to compete? Boom. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Competing is such a funny thing f for me. Um, and I've, my, my like relationship with it has changed a lot at the beginning. Um, it was so exciting because I, I came from, um, like I'd, I'd been an actor for a long time and I had this performing, um, thing, which I used to love doing and I lost the love for, because, um, it would became a job and it became a job that I wasn't getting any work from. So I had a, there was a lot of frustrations, and I remember the first time that um, Luis threw a, a, a like a, he does these sometimes like it's a competition in inverted commas. It's not a competition; it's just a class, and he's like, "You're going to compete against him. You're going to compete against him." And suddenly, you're just doing the thing that you always do, but the whole class is like making a lot of noise, and it feels really intense. And um, so the first time we did that, I had this like all of the excitement and nerves, like I was performing. And I won the first one. I had no idea what, how. Like it wasn't like by a couple of points or an advantage, and I didn't understand any of that. And then the next one, my, I, I had so much adrenaline that my, I couldn't move my legs, um, and I lost. And it was just awesome. So for me, there's this there's this feeling when you're when you're competing, um, which is nerves. And so again, it's that thing about communication. It's like For me, when I'm nervous, I often can run away with my thoughts, like what if this, what if that, what about if this person, if this person is that person. And when you can forget that and just switch into your breath, there's no time where I feel more alive um, because everything else just completely goes away. And all I can feel is like, is tingles all over my, my body and my breath. And it's it's just bliss, and um, and so it's that feeling of just like of, of being really, really alive. And then when you win, it's amazing. When you lose, because I always try to at least believe that I'm going to win. It can be heartbreaking. Like it will really, really hurt your feelings if you if you really dedicate yourself to it, if you really put everything into it, and then you lose, and you really believed you were going to win. It's going to really, really hurt. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, that's fine. Like, cause you, you, you should be able to get over that. You can then go and do it again. Um, but really putting yourself out there and then having that moment where you're just like alive. Um, that's what competing is for me. It's, it's awesome. I think we got like the three galinhos. We got the outside, the coach, the competitor. 
I think like we able to stabilize, uh, stabilize like a, a picture, a bridge for people that don't know you well, at least when we open our doors, they can approach you, can say, hey man, this podcast that I heard from you is really cool, really, inter really interesting. I'm also actor. We might have like a move direct in the gym. They might know, your, sk <laughs> they might know your skills, you know. It's I might, been a long time now. I it's might lose time. you for Hollywood, who no, knows? No, no, I think you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> now, how long have you been here? Uh, it's, uh, it's, this is my 10th year at the gym. 10 years in the yeah, gym? Yeah, I'm going to put in the spots, but look, uh, it's like, it, it's a question that like, I can guarantee anybody that listen, I'm asking this, especially you, Zorella, it's kind of like, uh, pretty much, I know the answer, you know, like, what is LFF for you? Uh, for me, it's, uh, it's my life, it's, it's uh, family, um, it's, uh, it's a job, it's, um, yeah, it's my, it's my social life, it's my school, it's my, it, I mean, it, it, it really is my life. Um, it's, it's a, since, since I started, I'd signed up for like the two classes a week and within six months I'd gone to the unlimited and um, I've, nev I've never stopped coming like, I mean, five, six times a week since then and um when i started working obviously that stayed the same but it's it's so it's it's uh yeah it's 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 my it's my life right like i i i, I, I am here when i have to be here i'm here when i don't have to be here I, I i would choose to be here um yeah so like if you you know that like i'm kind of like into army as you said authority as you said yeah, a while yeah. ago you know you all said that I'm kind of rude, right? You can be. You yeah, can be, I yeah, can be. Sure. I know. I think that's like, you know, a God's gift. You know, not everyone has like this talent. You not know? to do it with a smile, yeah. <laughs> so like we start like a, not even a white belt because we didn't know how to tie your belt, right? Like you I, I came in with zips on my, on my, on my tracksuit and then I got screamed at and then ran out barefoot screamed out again and then I had to put on tie shorts and I was like oh I mean it just ev every everything that you can cannot you can, do it you, everything you cannot do that was that was me I think yeah. I think we just lose for Sakuraba Sakuraba I think he get he well at least I apologized Sakuraba would be like what? and he walked on the mats you know yeah. before leaving wow. on his shoes so wow. but it's okay we, no, we, we leave, Saku we leave yeah. Sakuraba out of this so you mentioned that now is a job so like you went up in the ranks right so mm. like uh, I, I will say a little what I, what I know and uh, you can polish it off and like in a, put in a different way. So like you came as a white belt, uh, was expecting me to uh, shake your hand and say Galinha then the class, you maybe earn that. Then, then I put in the spot fighting an LFF comp, you won the first one, then lost the second one, so cool. Then like we start like to buy maybe like merchandise from the gym, we start like you know hang out with the boys, increase the membership, you know, start to get more cool. Eventually I invite to help him to treat the class. So then like you hang with like you know the big dogs, you know, like yeah, cool, I'm cheating. <laughs> hey you do some press ups, some squats, yeah. Oh, this is sure. the movie, yeah, yeah, this is the movie, here we go. <laughs> and then like you know, you start going up in the ranks, this and that. So opportunities came, you know, so hey Galinho, what about you know help with the kids? Kids, yeah, let's do it. And then, like, start to like, you know, work a little bit more. Go behind the desk, you know, greet the new members. Bah, bah, bah. Eventually, boom, you become a black belt out of the boom, the blue. 
and then like you know boom you start treating online not just the kids but also like pretty much like the adults wow what a journey mm. did i get everything right or have i missed it yeah i mean it, it, that's the that's the movie um no, but can you, you put that in your words now for in, people my, like, <laughs> in my words i don't know i mean that 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 is true and it, it's like it's so funny because 10 years is a uh, is a long is a long time and yeah it kind of goes by in a in the in the blink of an eye um and so so that is it like i i, I started jiu-jitsu was obsessed straight away um and knew that i wanted to take it to the end um as in you know get become a black belt which isn't the end but i wanted to take it to there and and then did so i think for for me this is probably the first thing that I've stuck with like that. And um, and so it's been an, uh, a, a, a really cool journey, but it, it hasn't been, it hasn't been easy. Like there's been lots of, lots of ups and downs with it, but I've never wanted to stop, stop doing um, jujitsu. And so, yeah, as Louise said, we went, I went from, from white belt to blue belt. When I got my purple belt, uh, Louise asked me to start helping with the uh, beginners. So I was doing that, me and Luis and, and, and Lorenzo. And uh, that was really cool. At first, like I had the kind of um, imposter syndrome, I guess. Where and you... before, before that, sorry to cut you, before oh. that, you was in Brazil, right? You was in Brazil and if I'm not no, wrong... No, after, after that. And uh, like I think, like, I think maybe you start to get more jobs at the gym. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was helping with this, but we were not as a job until after uh -huh. Brazil, sure. Because like uh, you was in Brazil, then you came back, then like a little birds. You know, I have little birds here. You know? mm -hmm. What I love this place is like, you know, Gossips. you guys, Gossips. you guys do like, you know, <laughs> anything in the change room, I know. You guys do any <laughs> stupid thing that, the that thing. I, I know. I always find out. <laughs> so one of my birds come to me and say, hey. Galinha is planning to go to like uh, uh, Cam Cam Cambodia, Cambodia, Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnam to cheat in. Say, and I thought to myself, oh fuck, no, I had plans with you, but I didn't tell you. Say, shit, I need to get this guy before he goes to the fucking Cambodia or Vietnam. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. So that's why I approach and say, look, things gonna get serious now. So you're gonna be starting to work here. Remember? Yeah, very, very. Like, I um, was so. Um Yeah, I do remember. That was, it was literally a, a, an actual dream that I'd, I'd kind of thought about and talked about um, the idea of working in jiu-jitsu and just didn't seem like it would ever be, ever be possible. And so I'd been in Brazil for three months. Luis said, and I'd, I'd been not very happy before I left. And I think that one of the reasons, in my head anyway, that, that you offered um, that position was that you saw in Brazil, how happy I was just just training. It was, I mean, it was really really hard training out there, but just training and um, just being with jiu-jitsu the whole time. And uh, it would. Luis came out with a few of our our friends. We all trained out there together. It was really really fun. If anyone uh, gets the chance, hopefully when things open up, we can all go out as a team to to Brazil because it is it is a great experience. Um, But yeah, when, when I got the offer, so I didn't know what I wanted to do. So going to Vietnam seemed like a way of like, of resetting. And then when I got the offer to work here, I, I was over the moon and... Um, Can I cut you again? Of course. You said you wasn't happy. What, what's going on that you wasn't happy? Where, why wasn't I happy? So, I mean, I don't know how, how much detail we want on that, but I was, you know, when you say uh, 
martial arts helps with mental health issues. I've had mental health issues and um, I would say that I was depressed. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Do you think Jiu Jitsu has helped you? A hundred percent. Yeah, 100% Jiu Jitsu has helped me. Um, so if you was a doctor, if I, talk, if I don't go too much deeper, it might get a little bit like emotion too. Just like, <laughs> just like to help people that yeah. doesn't know Jiu Jitsu, doesn't know sure. martial arts. So if you was a doctor and like I show up to your room and say, Dr. Galinho, or should I say Dr. Daniel? I don't know what Doctor, Dr. Daniel. Is. It's just say Daniel. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. I'm, Hi, I'm, I'm Luis, you know, so. Sure. Ah, man, I have G's, you know, like I'm, I can't sleep during the night, uh -huh. anxious, you know, right. I don't know what to do, like, you know, I'm single, struggle to get a girlfriend, you know, I look myself in the mirror, I see, like, you know, overweight, so, like, to be honest, I see the reflection, the reflection call me a loser, you know, I, everywhere that I go, I feel like, you know, like uh, my shoulders are really heavy. I don't know, I've got any magic pill, anything, give me anything, please, please, give me something. What, what's the medication? Have you tried jiu-jitsu? Do <laughs> what? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu to, um, to be honest, like jiu-jitsu helped me a lot. I, I would say that if you are struggling with, uh, with mental health, there's a lot of, a lot of things that, that you're going to need. Um, and one of the things I think that's really important is um, being healthy, right? So that means sleeping well, that means eating well. Both of those things, if you're taking jiu-jitsu seriously, you're going to be doing. Um, also, exercise is super important. Jiu-jitsu is going to make you exercise. The other thing that jiu-jitsu helps me with, um, but maybe, you know, jiu-jitsu isn't obviously going to help you with this, is, is, is communication and, and community, right? So having, um, having people around that you you see every day and you're forced to interact with in a very honest way um so when i when you feel however you're you're feeling um it can be very hard to express that to other people and uh, even when you do express it with words there's a feeling like the other person doesn't understand or um really feel what you're feeling because they can't feel what you're feeling but when you are on the mats with people and when you're like connected with people all of that goes away so however i was feeling what in those moments of like rolling that they those kind of feelings generally go away um so jiu-jitsu helps a lot but like even without jiu-jitsu communication like you know if you're feeling like that speak speak to people speak speak to um your friends speak to family speak to uh your coaches if you are doing martial arts um Because it's it's definitely it's definitely not not good to kind of hold on to those things by yourself. So, but but yeah, jujitsu definitely helped me a lot with my problems. Yeah. Cool. Now you you you, you mentioned speak 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 kind of like few times in the last uh, 30 seconds. Mm. So let's put let's change pictures here now. You know. Again, going to put in the spot. Sorry. I'm, I, uh, That's why I'm here. I'm, that, I knew that, I was on the spot. That, that's other, a God gift, you know, like I'm rude and I like to put people, put people in the spot. So you do, you are sitting on the bench, you know, let's go back like, you know, maybe 10 years ago or mm. nine years ago. And you're not doing jujitsu here. For you guys that listen, like Galin, also do Mai Tai with Coach Aaron. So you know pretty much like Coach Aaron, you know, Jeremy, Silvio. Uh, you're in wrestling. So taking yourself out of this, these 10 years that you've been here, okay? Try to get yourself away, 
out of the picture or be a member of LFF. Okay. So here, like for the first year or All six right. months, three months, picture the length of time that, that you wish. Okay. But you, you got the chance to see we working. You'll be sitting on that bench, as you said before. If you need to be here, you'll be here. If you don't need to be here, you're here killing time. Let's say, use that expression, killing time. And you see the whole day of LFF from early morning to late evening, lunchtime, whatever, and you see we working. Uh -huh. How can you describe the coach's work and the coach's approach at LFF? Like if there's a, um, a, a general thing that runs through, it's, it's that it's the each, so each little unit, so as in like each discipline, has a real community. And they, all of the coaches, so I have trained under all of the coaches here that Luis just mentioned, I've been to all of their classes. And there's a real sense that people are um, not just there to kind of do their class and then they go, they're, they're, everyone's part of, of a team. And I imagine in some places that could feel uh, intimidating. I'm sure some people do feel intimidated, but you're very quickly, as someone who, you know, I recently went back to start um, training Muay Thai again under Aaron, and very quickly, you know, people bring you in. Um, so all, all of the coaches have uh, have created, I think, a really good um, a really good atmosphere in their classes. And then, like I said, you do you, right? So everyone has their own way of creating that atmosphere. So yeah, Jeremy, uh, but um, uh, on the podcast, I think the last one, and he's so funny. Like, and and that there's really is that humour in his class. Sylvie is also very funny, but very very <laughs> in, a, in a very different way. And he's very direct, like Louise, but with less humour. Um, and and but but there's there's a it's it's the why for me. It's like why why are people doing it? Like so to use you as an example. Luis is being rude. Is he being rude because he's a rude person? No, actually, surprisingly, if you know Luis outside of the gym, he's not a very rude person. He's actually a very polite person. Um, it, it taken out of this context. But why is he, he, he rude? He's, he's rude because he sees, in my opinion, that's the way to make people who think they're too good down a peg and make people who don't think they're good enough rise up a peg, right? So it's his, his method. How does how does Jeremy do it? He's you know he's funny and like and light-hearted and yet an absolute savage and people feel like he's approachable, but they also feel like um, like they can aspire to to kind of his his level of commitment and determination. Aaron so technical um, has has a, a, like a, a real um, warmth and depth of knowledge and um, takes great care to kind of make sure that all the individuals improving. I could I could go on about all of the coaches, but that everyone has their own way of doing things, but the, the reason that they're doing things that way is because they see that as the best way for them to express themselves in order to get the best out of the people that they're teaching. And they all care. Like, I, I know that for a fact. Everyone who comes here uh, can feel that, I think. Let's put a little bit of uh, hu uh, humor, humor? Humor, yeah. Humor. I'm trying to get pol polish my, uh, <laughs> my pronunciation. It's good. So, 10 years, yeah. right? Start, start to picture in your mind. 10 years that you've been here, like five, six, seven days, you know, 360 days in a year, whatever, okay? 
can you pick something funny that you saw? Can it be inside the gym? Can be maybe a trip aboard of the gym? Can be maybe like, you know, a time out of the group? Like something that like, you know, oh man, that day was fucking funny. Oh my gosh, there's loads. <laughs> Let me think. Let see me if, think. See if you can get something like, you know, boom. One that's, well, obviously one that, that we want to share as well. There's a <laughs> immediately, I mean, just day to day is very fun. I mean, oh, there was a, oh, okay, let me think about how I can. So there, one of my f most fun jiu-jitsu trips ever was going to, uh, to, in fact, all my jiu-jitsu trips. So I've had so much fun with, with uh, Patrick and Raf, uh, traveling them with, uh, with doing jiu-jitsu. Like, there, there's that, that experience is, is so cool. Um, when you've got your, your jiu-jitsu friends and the first time that you like head out to another country or another town or anything and you're, and you, and you're together and you're all on the same, um, you're all on the same mission and, and to be with people who have the same goals as you, like be that like competing in jiu-jitsu, but then because of that, you all like do the same thing. So you all like have to, uh, if you do jiu-jitsu, you have to do your laundry every day. So like, like, you're taking it in turns to do laundry, taking it in turns to cook, you're all doing yoga in the sitting room, and it's just like, it just feels really, really nice um, to be with people. So there's, I can't, but I, I, can't, I can't think of any like funny stories that I'm, I'm comfortable sharing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about really thinking. <laughs> it's not appropriate for like under the, age. The, the funnier they are, the less, the less, I, the less I want them shared. <laughs> It's okay. I think, I think whoever is listening can, can at least. But there, there definitely have been some. There have been some. I just, I just say, I just say, uh, yeah, come and 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 find your own. And maybe, maybe I'll tell you in private. <laughs> nice one, Galinho. Like uh, man, been like really cool to like you know have just like a half an hour, forty minutes talk to you. It was nice to see you expressing uh, yourself via the the mic. Just gonna recap few things with uh, our audience is. Uh, as Galinho said, I've been here for 10 years. Like, you know, I think I mentioned it before, but like our, one of our goals is to give opportunity for people that uh, grow in the gym, rise from the gym. And uh, you are a reflect of it. So like we had Zorella uh, a few days ago. Uh, yes, we could hire professionals, you know, skillful coaches, you know, to be here to rise the level of uh, the gym marketing, blah, 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 blah. But like, to be honest, either me and Helen, we don't, we, it's not our thing. We don't give a shit for that. I mean, like we do, uh, we do respect and like, you know, heads off for people with more experience, but that, that's not what we want. One thing that I want just like maybe clarify or just like, you know, go through with you was when like, um, you mentioned that you are coming to, to work with me, that you feel like not really, uh, no, you didn't say conf, but like, I mean, not a loss, like, you pretty much like, because like, I was your only point of reference in terms of teaching. Mm. So you have to deal with my rudeness, because like, uh, you don't want to be as rude as me, but you want to have your own uh, character. So like, uh, it is hard. I must say that like, for anybody that's like a homemade, person that step up to do a job to take a class it is hard if the only contact that they have is like one of the coach so like the reason that like at least i pick those people up is also because i can see they have the creativity the ability to stand out from what they see it's so like they will be able to balance 
my rudeness and in my kindness, as you said, or anybody else, and add their own personality. That's what makes the difference. That's how we grow. That's how the level of the gym grow. That's how people that you come, will see that like, all right, I don't know, I cannot just like copy and paste. I copy, I polish, and then I paste, and then I, I rise the bar. And if it's not going the right direction, at least you have like a reference. You can like press the, the key, parou, look behind, how things used to go, what have I changed, is working, no, paro, let's, let's copy and paste this time, and then I'm gonna like, you know, make it work. So like anybody listen it and it's part of the gym and they feel like, man, I want to be the next Galinho, there is no secrets. It's just do what the guy says. If I have to translate, just show up and train. Uh, no, just shut sh up and do it. So, like there is a communication he said, the way that express yourself. You know, so like we try to make uh, our job approachable. So like when you do come, come talk to us. If like uh, most of the class we have an assistant coach. Galin used to be assistant coach. Now he's a black belt. He's gonna be in charge fully from the kids class. So like uh, any parents listen to this podcast up to now. So tell your children that like it's not about Luis, it's Galinho that's gonna grade you. So they need to bring the apple to Galinho, not to Luis. Oh, the pressure! I've <laughs> the seen the pressure. pressure. I don't want. <laughs> and uh, slowly, slowly, like he will take like other class that he'll be in charge as well. So like as he grow in the in the chain of command, he get more things to do. So like turn up, come along, have a good. Uh, attitude, I would say, and uh, enjoy the rides. We are looking forward to have you back. I know I've been repetitive. I keep saying the same shit over and over again, but that's the privilege to have the podcast and the gym, and I, I have the mic, so like I have the power, <laughs> so I will say. Uh, until we fully reopen, if you want to like, you know, have maybe a one-to-one with Galinho, you can do it online via Zoom. You can reach him out on his social media or throughout us. We pass the, men, the message, we connect you. If you are a dog lover, if you have too many dogs and you don't know what to do, if you have, man, I need to take the dog out. Galinho also used to be a dog walker and he would love to take your dog out. So like if you do have dog, if you know people have a dog and do like to know what, it might be like a little income to Galinho until reopen, that would be cool, you know, like uh, gratitude, generosity, things that you can show in so different ways. So Galinho, thanks so much for today. Appreciate if there is anything that you want to say before we wrap up, the mic is yours. Uh, no, th thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it was a, a real pleasure. And uh, just to reiterate what Louise said, I can't wait um, to be back in here um, training and teaching, and I can't wait to see everyone back in here um, training. So <clears throat> yeah, hope soon, soon, I'll see you all. All right, Galinho, one, two, three, LFF, okay? One, two, three, LFF, LFF. Os! Os! <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu!